You're listening to The Uppercase Life, and I'm your host, Joseph Brewster. We have downtime, sometimes. And even though we complain about not having a lot of time, how many times have you said, I don't have time for that? We actually have a lot of margin in our day, and sometimes we find ourselves wasting that time in between. Now, I know you don't have to fill every moment of your day. This is very true. And for most of history, there wasn't a way to really fill every moment of your day. But we live at a time now where you can fill every moment of your day. The question is, what will you fill it with? And when I'm talking about downtime, I'm talking about time ranging between like 10 to 20 to 30 minutes. Now, it could be longer than that, but I would say if we're talking about 30 seconds to two or three minutes, this is micro downtime. And my encouragement for you in that short window of time is don't try to do anything major. In fact, we have a really bad habit of only having a few seconds, let's say at a stoplight or when you're in the bathroom, when we still feel obligated to do something in that time and we pull out our phones and we're just doom scrolling, right? You're just like, let me look at something because I can't not do something. That's not what I'm talking about. You can not do something. In fact, try just going to the bathroom. Try just standing in the line at Walmart. Leave your phone in your pocket. Try driving your dad gum car. How about that? Because you don't need to be on your phone at every red light. Sorry. Okay, so we know those small chunks of downtime, we can be present in observing the world around us. But what happens when you have a hour long lunch break and you only need 20 minutes to eat and you've got this extra 40 minutes and you can fill it? What are you likely to fill it with? Well, statistically, we're likely to fill it with browsing Instagram or watching YouTube videos or, you know, reading the news because that's going to make us feel better in our day. Now, I've started exercising over the years ways of using my downtime productively. Don't get me wrong. There are times where you're totally okay to just scroll TikTok or browse Instagram. It's, it's cool. You should have those freedoms as well. But sometimes we default to them. They don't make us feel that great. And we have this nagging sense in the back of our head. We're probably not using our time well. So here are some things you can do which will be productive, useful, healthy, intentional, and I think you'll go away from doing them and feel like, hey, that wasn't a bad use of that unexpected downtime. One of my favorite things to do is mind mapping. If you've never done this, I highly encourage you to do it. I use an iPad and I have an app called MindNode. I've used a few others over the years. There's plenty of good ones. Most of them you can get for free and try this out. Mind mapping is a way for me of taking ideas and thoughts in my head and throwing them out in a visual form. So mind mapping I'll use for anything from thinking through my day's events to thinking through my bucket list, my life goals, the things that I'm responsible for right now. Heck, you can make your family tree if you want and just have fun. But mind mapping is a valid option for doing something fun, productive, and interesting during your downtime. Another thing I like to do is work on a dream. Sometimes working on a dream for me feels like reaching out to someone who'd be involved in a project I want to accomplish. Just personally, not work. Or maybe it looks like finding that perfect Airbnb or hotel for the getaway that you keep saying you're going to do, but you haven't ever done. 
Sometimes planning that dream means that you're going to make an outline in your notes app. Here's some things that need to happen in order for me to do this cool thing that I'm thinking about. Anything like that in the realm of planning out a dream. And if you don't know what to plan, maybe you just need to sit down with a note and write out some dreams. I know you have them, even if you don't know what they are yet. Here's one of my all-time favorites, and this is educate yourself. Now, this is probably something you already thought of and you thought, yeah, I know I can spend some of that time to educate myself. But in addition to just putting information in your head, what I'm encouraging you to do is put information in that is useful to you and you can do something with it. Here's what I've been trying to do with my education. I've been trying to certify for things. So sometimes I'll start working on something educationally that I know I can turn into a certificate or something to prove that I've worked on it. Now, alternately, I also want to work on educating myself with things that have some practical application. For example, right now, I'm going through a college-level course on meteorology just because I love to see the weather, and it's interesting to me to understand how it works. That's the way I taught myself a second language. And, you know, it doesn't take that long when you start actively using those free moments and you skip doing the useless stuff with that downtime. You can actually learn really quickly. And I like to doodle. I like to draw. I have my iPad and my Apple Pencil. I love to do that. Some people prefer to have a pen and paper, and that's totally valid. I love that as well. I used to carry around a sketchbook all the time and a couple of pencils just in case. But doodling is a great way to give your mind a break. Sometimes it's a good way to work out some of your thought processes in those down moments. And you know, I have had countless encounters over the years, whether it's on airplanes or in restaurants with people who walk by and see what I'm doing with my free time and stop to comment and say, that's really cool. What is that? Did you make that? And you know, that is a good feeling. I'm not really doing it for them, but in the back of my mind, I know that a good portion of the people around me don't actively use that downtime to produce anything interesting. In fact, they're consuming something else that someone else is producing with their downtime. But think about this. If you're looking at social media, if you're looking at TikTok or Instagram, and you're looking at amateurs who are creating content, you're probably looking at someone who has another day job. And the stuff that they're showing you, that's not what they get paid for. In fact, it's just a passion project they're doing on their own. This is stuff that they're dedicating their free time to. And if you find it interesting and amusing, well, then maybe other people would find the things that you're creating interesting and amusing. So why not use some of your downtime and contribute to that pool of awesomeness? In the end, time is precious and we want to use it well. We don't want to fill every second of our lives, but we also don't want to waste that time. So we want to be considerate of what we're doing when we have extra time. And if you can build in good habits for how to use that additional time or downtime or free time or however you like to think of it, then when the moment comes, your brain is queued up and you know what you want to do with that time instead of defaulting to an unhealthy habit. And in the end, you're going to have something to show for it and you're going to be a better person for it. So what are your ideas? What are some of the ways that you use your extra time? I'd love to hear your ideas. I bet I have a lot I could learn from you. So hit me up in the comments, share with me what your downtime activities are, and I'll see you next time.